Good morning and welcome to Visa Capital 5 Minute Morning Miner. It's Monday, June the 19th, and I can tell you it's a beautiful sunny day down here in Cornwall. Paul, how's it up in London? Well, it's a beautiful sunny day here too, but I guess we're getting showers every day here and now and then, aren't we? Uh, yeah, we had a few yesterday, has to be said, but that's good for the grass. Yep, that's um, right. Now, the US is closed today, so it's going to be a sort of quiet day anyway. Unfortunately, we do just sort of rather follow them some of the times. And the news in the mining space also seems to be pretty quiet. A few bits of lithium news probably around, uh, first thing. Um, late resources, which is one that we've always followed quite a lot in the ASX. Um, they've actually slowed things down a bit, Paul, haven't they? Yes, they have. The, uh, they formalised an announcement here, which uh, you would which. Uh, Suggested from the share price action, which has been pretty weak of a number of weeks now, uh, has been at least a lot of people have known about. Uh, they have announced a slower two-phase development plan to bring the Kachi lithium brine reserves into production. It's now going to be two modules, 25,000 tons per annum on this direct lithium extraction program, but the first production not available until 2027 or so. And the, the idea was that uh, it's slower because it's going to be bigger uh, in, in both first and second stages, given the 37% increase in measured uh, higher grade uh, resources, supporting at least 25 years of mine life um, with a reserve base over 8 million tons of lithium carbonate equivalent. Um, so that... Uh, of course, uh, designing that uh, is, uh, is for the definitive feasibility study is what will be taking longer in order to do, and uh, that's essentially what they are uh, have formally recognized today. Yeah, let's just stick. There's a few little bits of interesting lithium play that I see that, um, again, on the ASX, Delta Lithium has, has had a state lifted in it uh, by, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but Idimitsu, a Japanese uh, group. Yes, I'd admit to the Japanese conglomerate upped its stake in Delta Lithium up to 15% here. I'd admit to uh, the name conglomerate that's a coal miner in Australia for a good 40 years now. But they have definitely uh, said that they would like to become an operator of lithium operations in Australia in due course. And they have made the investment in two other Australian uh, lithium companies here in uh, recent months and years. Uh, so uh, they're following on on their word, it would say. And it would it is interesting to see uh, a dedicated uh, fossil fuel producer uh, going into the lithium space directly. And again, just finishing on lithium pool and, uh, and on the ASX, but it also sort of tells you a little bit about the state of the market, I think, all of these comments we're making. Uh, but lithium power, which is... Um, it's got Chilean and Australian lithium projects. They were hoping to spin off, weren't they, their Australian lithium, but actually they're now just, they're just, they're going to sell them, aren't they, outright rather than an IPO them, is that right? Yes, it is, certainly looks like that they think that a bird in hand in the form of cash or right up front is worth two birds in the bush, perhaps as far as uh, share price action and performance, and given all the additional corporate costs involved with a ASX IPO. So they're going to sell outright their Western uh, lithium asset subsidiary uh, directly to Albemarle, in this case for $30 million Australian. Okay, and also one I think might be worth mentioning on the TSX is uh, Pivotal Metals because um, 
they've got some Spanish tungsten that they're, uh, well, it's, it's not going here. It's for sale, isn't it? That's right. Uh, when they picked up this uh, Horton Lake uh, nickel project, which was an advanced uh, high-grade nickel uh, uh, discovery that was never developed in northern Quebec, uh, they decided that they would focus on the battery material uh, and nickel, given the, its a greater uh, buoyance with investors than the tungsten space. Though they had some pretty good advanced uh, stage two former uh, producing uh, mines in Spain, uh, but uh, they have said in a statement today as an update on Canadian operations, given what had been happening with all the wildfires in Quebec over the last two to three weeks, uh, they have said that they're looking to reschedule their um, uh, ex exploration program at Horden Lake uh, uh, for later this year uh, and may have to go into a winter drilling program as opposed to get it done during the summer. If they have to go to a winter program as far north as the project is, it would have to be a helicopter supported program. So that would add additional cost. They do have the money. It's just a question of they prefer, would have preferred to have gotten the exploration work done while they could drive there. Uh, in the interim, they're going to put in some more uh, exploration uh, activity on their Beltaire and Glare's Greenstone Belt uh, project, uh, which is a separate project uh, also in Quebec. Fair enough. Um, anything you want to talk about in London? It is pretty quiet. Uh, yeah, ionic rare earths there. They had said, you know, we follow them pretty close. The Uganda lithium or rare earth clay developer. Uh, they're also vertically integrating for um, rare earth recycling, and they do have their pilot plant now in Belfast up and running and producing uh, some. Uh, small amounts, at least at this point in time, of uh, rare earth elements at very high purity, better than 99%. Very good. Anything else, Paul? That will do it for me at this time. Very good. We'll speak again tomorrow. Thanks, Paul. Mm -hmm. Very good.